In my early days, I faced a pivotal moment in my career. Instead of following the herd into traditional finance, I charted my own course. Despite skepticism, I founded my investment firm driven by a belief in economic truth and fiscal responsibility. Through perseverance, I established myself as a leading voice in finance, proving that sometimes blazing your own path is the best way to succeed. To get what you want, sometimes you have to challenge the status quo and blaze your own trail. That's what Harry's did. Seeing people tricked by expensive razors, Harry's took a stand. Instead of pricey options, they offer high-quality razors at a fraction of the cost. That's why when it comes to grooming my face, I use Harry's. Harry's understands the value of quality without breaking the bank. Their razors provide a smooth shave every time, and their shaving gel leaves my skin feeling refreshed and moisturized. So don't settle for the status quo. Blaze your own trail with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com gold. That's harrys.com gold for a $3 trial set. We all make mistakes, decisions that we regret, things we'd like to do over, like not buying Bitcoin when you first heard about it at $1. We all carry around different stresses, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. At times, therapy has helped me and my loved ones in many ways. Therapy isn't just for those who've experienced major traumas. With the right guide, you can discover effective strategies to minimize distractions and truly connect with your needs, setting the stage for a more balanced life. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched up with a life therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Take a moment. Visit betterhelp.com slash gold today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash gold. The Peter Schiff Show. I want to turn my attention a little bit to politics today. Rand Paul Senator uh, is officially announcing today his candidacy uh, for the White House. I think he's one of the first to officially throw his hat in the ring, although we know that there are a lot of contenders on the Republican side. Seems that the Democrats can only muster one candidate, really, Hillary Clinton. The good news is, though, her uh, reputation seems to be uh, getting more and more tarnished with each passing day. Uh, And I don't know. Uh, if you want to hope for Hillary to back out because her reputation is so bad based on all these scandals, or if we want to hope that she stays in, meaning that a scandal-laden Hillary Clinton will be that much more vulnerable in the general election. But so far, it doesn't seem like anybody uh, has got the impetus uh, to really announce a challenge. But there are a lot of people uh, looking to challenge her in the Republican Party. And Rand Paul, again, officially entering the fray today. What I think is interesting is a lot of the media coverage surrounding Rand Paul's announcement. I mean, most of it kind of uh, goes like, why run for president if you can't win? You know, what's the point of Rand running when he has no chance of winning? As if, you know, they're already writing his candidacy off and it hasn't even begun. I mean, that was what they said about his father all the time. You know, he has no chance of winning. He has no chance of winning. Well, they're trying to say the same thing about about Rand. I mean, I recognize, obviously, that the chances of him winning the nomination 
are probably below 50-50. I mean, after all, I mean, there are a lot of people running. Uh, it's a big field. Uh, so, you know, it's, nobody has got a lock on this nomination, but he certainly has as good a chance as anybody. I mean, I'm sure that most of the other candidates, when they announce, they're not going to be questioning why are they running because they can't win. I mean, who says Rand Paul can't win? I also, I think it's interesting that the the media that is criticizing Rand, on the one hand, they say, well, you know, he's too libertarian to win, right? I mean, it's this is the Republican primary. It's not the libertarian primary. And so he's too out there, right? He's too much of a libertarian. And then the same uh, uh, articles will say, will criticize him for being too different from his father. Well, you know, he's he's not as liberal as, as libertarian as his father was, and so therefore he's not going to appeal to his father's supporters. He can't necessarily count on their support. So they're criticizing him uh, for being too libertarian, but not libertarian enough in the same article. I mean, they're just they're grasping for straws. I mean, first of all, maybe uh, Rand Paul. Uh, is closer to the mainstream than his father was. But I'd say he's much closer to his father than he is to the mainstream. And to the extent that a lot of people seem to believe that the apple has fallen far from the tree, I don't believe that. I mean, knowing both men personally. Now, I think it's to Rand Paul's advantage to have the media believe uh, that he is more distant from his father than he really is, if that makes him more palatable uh, to the mainstream in both the Republican Party and in the general population. So I don't see any real reason for Rand Paul to try to correct that misconception that, oh, no, no, yeah, I'm, I'm you know, I'm very much like my dad. I mean, we're, you know, we're, we're almost the same, right? So because I think he benefits from the perception that there's a bigger difference but the reality is, if you like Ron Paul, how can you not support his son? Because obviously, Ron Paul is going to be in Rand's inner circle uh, if Rand is in the White House. You know, uh, Ron is going to have Rand's ear. I can't think of anybody who would be more influential on a President Rand Paul than his father. So, and anybody who thinks that just really uh, is is delusional, I think. But again, you know, it's fine. Uh, And I don't think that Ron Paul's supporters are going to back away from Rand, even if they believe that he's not a carbon copy of his father, even if there are some differences, because he's certainly a lot closer uh, to his father uh, than any of the other candidates who are running. And I don't think there's much of a choice. I mean, you can't say, well, Rand Paul's not libertarian enough, so I'm not going to vote for him. I mean, why not? Who's more libertarian than he is uh, running in the Republican primary? And, you know, sure, you can hold out and, and, and vote uh, libertarian in the general, but this is the uh, this is the Republican primary. So it's got nothing to do with uh, people voting libertarian uh, in the general election. These articles are about why Rand Paul can't win the Republican nomination. Well, there's probably a lot of libertarian Republicans and Rand's going to lock up a lot of those votes. Meanwhile, you have a lot more people vying for the center, vying for the mainstream uh, than are vying for the libertarians. So I don't know. I mean, everybody is writing him off rather than talking about how formidable a candidate he may be and how, you know, he may be able to actually, uh, you know, pull this thing off. Although, sure, yes, I would recognize that, you know, in a big field, a lot can happen. 
Uh, but, you know, to say that why is he running because he can't win. I mean, if he doesn't run, then he can't win. I mean, if he runs, he does have a chance of winning. And it is possible that if he doesn't win this time around, he can win the nomination next time. I mean, a lot of times if you want to be president, you got to try more than once. You know, Ronald Reagan, uh, you know, ran, he, you know, he ran a few times. He, you know, he challenged sitting President uh, Gerald Ford. He didn't win, but then he won uh, uh, the, the, the following uh, time. So Rand's only 52 years old. I mean, that's the same age as me. So in terms of a presidential potential career, uh, he's got a long one. So he doesn't have to win the nomination in 2016 to advance his, his chances of eventually getting that nomination, maybe in 2020. And it might even be a better year for him to run 2020 than 2016. Who knows? Uh, but to immediately say, why is he running? I read one article that said, well, maybe he's, you know, he's trying to pull a Mike Huckabee as if he's, he's, you know, he's trying to get himself a, a gig on, on Fox News. He's already a sitting senator. When Huckabee ran, he was a former governor. He didn't have a job. He was unemployed. Rand's got a job, and I think he's a good senator. And so this is not just a publicity stunt for Rand. I think he really has ambition here. And even if he can't win in in 2016, he could win in 2020, but he could win in 2016. He certainly has as good a chance as anybody else. But this is how the media typically reacts uh, to a poll when they're running for office, whether their name is Ron or Rand is by immediately trying to say they can't win and hope to, uh, you know, dismiss them that way. But I think he's got, Rand's got a lot more clout right now with the media. He's made a lot of friends in the mainstream, even though philosophically he's he's much closer to his father uh, than any of his uh, allies, I think, newfound allies in the Republican Party. But I think he's pragmatic in that he recognizes uh, he needs to play this game to some extent to win. But you have to have confidence in the man and his convictions as to what he will actually do if he's able to secure the White House. Is he going to abandon the principles uh, that he's had his entire life, uh, that he's learned from his father, one of the most principled men ever to be in, in Congress? Uh, I doubt it. Hi, this is Peter Schiff, and long before foreign governments and hedge funds were buying gold by the ton, I urged my clients to put 5 to 10% of their portfolios into physical precious metals. Despite gold's massive rise over the last decade, I still think that a 5 to 10% allocation to gold and silver is a smart investment decision. But buyers have to beware. Big TV gold dealers push all sorts of coins that are poor investments. Bait-and-switch deals, price protection guarantees, leveraged gold accounts. These are just a few of the sleazy tactics used to swindle inexperienced gold buyers. My gold company is different. We never offer a coin or bar unless I consider it to be a good investment. I want my customers to be educated. That's why I'm offering you a free research report exposing the biggest scams and ripoffs in the industry. Download my report classic gold scams and how to avoid getting ripped off for free at goldscams.com. This report tells you everything you need to know about how to avoid losing thousands of dollars with scam gold dealers. It even tells you how to tell if a salesman is lying to you on the phone. This is a must read for anyone considering a gold or silver investment. Download this free report today at goldscams.com. That's goldscams.com.